This is episode 48 on Abundant After Abortion. Have I been duped? Hey, girlfriend. Welcome to Abundant After Abortion. I am your host, Katie Chavez. And this is the podcast where I help you create an abundant life after abortion through teaching you various coaching tools sharing my own discoveries and experience of life after abortion, as well as interview others who have valuable insights to share. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hi, girlfriends. I really like coming to record my podcast episodes because uh, I feel like week after week, I'm out, I'm in the trenches, or I am working real hard, and then like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all week, da-da-da, and then I come to the podcast, and I get to share all my findings, all my learnings, what I've been thinking about, like it all comes together, and I get to sit down and share it with you on a podcast episode. So it feels great to be here and to even kind of sit down myself and be like, okay, what are we talking about this week? What is the culmination of everything that I've been involved in and doing and working on and thinking about this week? Okay, so are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. So I have shared how I'm in different spaces. Wow. Uh, okay, let me just re- recap nutshell a few different places that I am in, getting information, hearing from people, getting firsthand experience, learning from like directly from the source. Okay, so um, I'll mention Divine Timing Ministries. Hey, little plug for Divine Timing Ministries. I'm a member of the board. Uh, for this not-for-profit. And we have a Facebook group. We exist as a safe place for women to share their abortion stories. So it's all ladies who have only had an abortion and we're coming together uh, to share our stories and our experience and heal and grieve and mend. We meet every other Tuesday night on a Zoom call, and that has been fantastic. We've been doing that for over a year now, and you don't have to be on Facebook. I will have the website in the show notes. You can email us and get on the Zoom link list so that you can join. You don't have to be on social media because some ladies don't want to (laughs) be. They don't want their abortion to be made known or found out or slipped out. So they're not even on social media. I get it. Okay. But we still exist as a safe place for us to share our stories and yeah, go through this journey together. So Divine Timing Ministries, that has been really great. I'm also a on the board no on I'm on the directory listing for support after abortion another nationwide organization that exists to support women and men after abortion you can look them up check them out they have free resources tools books guides you can talk to people professionals 
um, they're a great place to go if you're looking for me or looking for help after your abortion. Okay. Um, I have offered their Keys to Hope and Healing course a couple times. Maybe we'll look at offering that again here in the near future. Keys to Hope and Healing. You can do it self-led or join a group and do it together with other ladies. There's one for men too. Okay. Support after abortion. They're great. Get on their email list. Speaking about email lists, live action, you can look them up on Instagram. They are a very pro, get my pros straight here, very pro-life organization. And I recommend them as a resource to learn about abortion. So I've shared how I... (laughs) At the time of my abortion, I didn't know what I didn't know, okay? I only knew that I could not be pregnant. I could not be a mom at this time in my life. I only knew what I was afraid of, but I didn't know the truth about abortion and so much that is involved with or I had no clue. How am I supposed to know these things? It's not like we're, uh, are we on the streets <laughs> proclaiming this? It's not like it's prevalent or public very like public not it is public knowledge but it's not broadcasted it's not publicized you have to go look for it and I didn't know I was going to be pregnant I'm not looking for abortion resources I'm just like oh my god fix this problem oh my gosh freaking out so live action is a great place to learn about abortion talking about not knowing what I didn't know they will lay it straight to you Um, I am working on becoming an ambassador for live action. Um, Yeah. Okay. So check them out. They're great. I'm also in another Facebook group. It's called Life After Abortion. And there's 22,000 people in this group. And it's a mod podge of men, women, having had an abortion, considering abortion, and having questions. Like there's all ends of the spectrum in this group. So I hear a lot of people's stories of having an abortion. Um, And when people, it's just so interesting, all the time, all the time, (laughs) When people come to the group to ask questions about abortion, it's like from this place of not, again, not knowing what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And so they're asking about having the procedure done, which option, how far along, how painful is it, how long is it going to last, how was your experience, can anybody else relate to me, I'm this far along, and it's like, They're questioning about, should I have an abortion? Like, is this... And people will say, only you can know what's right for you. And you need to make the choice. It's your decision. And so it really just feels like there's so many people, okay? There's so many people offering their perspective, their opinion, their own experience. Um, And it's just, it feels kind of like the blind leading the blind because... How many of us have done extensive research and have an extensive knowledge of abortion, 
to even be able, like, to even give advice based on the truth of abortion. Mm-hmm. Blind leading the blind. Okay, so where else? Oh, Council for Life. I've mentioned them. That is a nonprofit organization here in Dallas, Texas that raises funds. It's a pro-life organization. I got my pro right that time. Pro, pro-life and they raise funds to support other organizations. I don't have my pamphlet in front of me right now. But anyway, their sole purpose is to raise money so that they can support organizations, other um, crisis pregnancy centers, like uh, to educate people and help them make life-affirming decisions. Because if we don't know what we don't know, then we likely will make the decision based on yeah ourselves our own um our own inkling our own inclination and what we think is best for us i know it's so scary okay uh so that is a handful of places i'm involved in have learned about um Let's see. Yeah, I think that's about it. So I was thinking something else was coming to mind. But I will, oh my gosh, list these resources so you can check them out for yourself. But um, so all that to say, here's what I want to talk about today. Is it okay that I didn't really mention? No, I do follow a couple Instagram accounts that are pro-choice. And so it probably sounds like I'm a little biased. Like I'm only involved in pro-life organizations and I do believe it's you have to be balanced you have to know both sides of the argument and I can share um, a couple pro-choice resources that I follow as well to even things out you'll find it Facebook groups uh, Instagram accounts they're out there totally um So here, though, yeah, looking at both sides, like the pro-choice side, um, I feel like, so this is my thought, I feel like most of the time they're in the bucket of don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And so you're advocating for this side of abortion, but also not having done research on when does life begin and then saying it's okay to take life based on the woman's needs or even, uh, I don't really want to get into it now, but like even on unfounded, um, unfounded reasons, logic for we should have abortion because of rape or because of um, molestation or because of the woman's life is the mom's health is in danger. Um, so, okay, we're not going to get into that here, but this is what I want to talk about in today's episode. So, Hey girlfriend, you and me, we've had an abortion. So it's done. There's no undoing it. There's no going back. We already did it. Okay. And that to also say, that's who I serve. That's my niche, if you will. 
I am an advocate for the woman who's had the abortion. Okay. And I had my abortion back in 2013. So it's been 11 years ago now. And I've come a long ways. I've shared already in this episode of things I've been involved in and research that I've done and etc. XYZ. Um <clears throat> so we've had the abortion, okay? And back then I didn't know what I didn't know. And if I knew, I probably would have. I don't know that I would. We don't know. <laughs> I I can say I probably would have chosen not to abort, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um <clears throat> but I even say this about the future. Like we don't know. We don't know because it's already passed. So what we do know is what I chose. I know that I chose abortion. I can't say 100% I wouldn't have um, because we have to stay in alignment with reality. What is reality is that I chose it. So maybe I would have chosen it. I don't know. I can't say. I just, we don't want to be in resistance to reality. We also want to speak belief. And I think I'm going to talk about that on the next, our next episode about being in belief of what we don't know, uh, but for what we want, where we're going and what we want to be in belief for that, for your healing, for your freedom, for your peace. Like we don't have these things yet, but I believe I can stand in belief that I'm going to experience that in my future 100%. And it's a matter of time until it happens. Okay. So stay tuned for that next episode. Okay, so we had the abortion, yes? And uh, I have heard in some of these different spaces that I've mentioned women expressing like, there is nothing for me. There's, it's hard to find or I don't know what's available or I didn't even know these organizations exist. Like divine timing, we're puny. <laughs> we are pretty much not known by anyone anywhere and we spread by word of mouth um and uh we we have we don't have to but it would be advantageous for these organizations to be able to be found because i've heard so many women express like having an abortion is extremely isolating you feel on an island all alone it's so lonesome and uh, there's nothing for us there's nothing out there for us to walk through this post-abortion journey it's like okay I did it now what I don't know for me it was my plan to just bury my head in the sand and pretend like it never happened like Abortion, what? I didn't have an abortion. Me, no way. And um, even when we get counseling, therapy, we're getting help. I have a friend who was in counseling for 20 years, 10 years. can't remember. But anyway, she she never told her counselor she had an abortion. Like, heck no. We Even when we're seeking help, we don't share this. And I, I guess unless it is a 
specific post-abortion place like Divine Timing Ministries, then yeah, that's what you're here for. So (laughs) you don't have to hide your secret. You don't have to hide that fact. So here we are like, okay, I had my abortion. What's done is done. I am embarrassed to share this with anyone because people judge. People have their bias and their belief. Like, oh, you must be, you must be uh, pro-choice. I'm so confused about my pros, y'all. Pro-choice, you must be pro-choice because you had an abortion. Um, oh, that, like, you don't, I feel like you don't know what you are until you're in that situation. I was pro-life. I knew I didn't want to uh, terminate my pregnancy. I knew, I, yeah, I had all the head knowledge in the world. But when it came down to the rubber meeting the road, I couldn't go through with it. So (laughs) I made the choice that was in my own best interest. So very isolating. Like, who can I share this with? They're going to judge me. Nobody understands. (laughs) Yeah, nobody understands what it was like to make that choice, to be in a position with all things considered, so for me, all things considered were I was having sex with a guy who was married to another woman who was 13 years my senior. Um, I was a good girl Christian. I had never dated anyone. I had never had sex with anyone. So super taboo. I was like, oh my gosh, nobody can ever find this out. Nobody can ever know this. And so we... Yeah, whatever your circumstances are, nobody understands that. But I had to make, we had to make the choice that we felt was best for us. Scared out of our wits. Believing what was best, right? And so a couple episodes ago, yeah, like literally two episodes ago, I was sharing about the greatest misunderstanding (laughs) I was going to title that episode The Biggest Lie, but I thought I would be more gentle and call it a misunderstanding, which is for us to say, I know I made the right choice. Um, so if you decide to research abortion, <coughs> let's say research the history of Planned Parenthood, research, <coughs> excuse me, the abortion industry it is an industry like do some research in that and once you become more aware of the purpose of abortion the intent of abortion the truth of abortion like <clears throat> i got stuff in my throat sorry <clears throat> um your perspective on abortion and pro life pro choice it might change <sighs> It might change um, if you choose to go that route and look these things up. So for us to say, I know I made the right choice. My point in that episode was to kind of like debunk that myth. Um, so let me come back. I am really not referring to my script at all because I just wanted to share what was on my heart with you today. But somewhere in my notes... <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So 
you might come to the understanding or the conclusion like I have um, that let's suppose it's never right to take a life. So there is never a circumstance that um, is tolerant or okay to have abortion. And that, let me be honest, that took time for me to even come to. Because hearing some of these stories in these abortion groups, oh my gosh. And I even thought that for my own story. I thought two wrongs would make a right. And hearing some of these stories, I'm like, wow, you have to have an abortion. Oh my gosh, there's no way out of this. What a horrible situation. How terrible. I'm so sorry that you have to go through this and you have to have an abortion. You need an abortion. Like, but after doing some research, can I say one more, one more resource that I just thought of too? And maybe I'll I'll include it in the show notes. Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) Ben Shapiro, I don't know. Do we like him? I don't know. Don't hate me. Ben Shapiro, I know he's kind of, uh, he's more proactive. Um, What's the word? I can't even think of it. I'm not going to take time trying to, okay, there's another word I'm thinking of. Anyway, Ben Shapiro, he has a YouTube video on abortion debates. Actually, he has a couple. You can watch him debate people on abortion and um, it makes sense. I was gonna say justify. He justifies how there is never a situation that makes abortion right. And uh, yeah, anyway, after watching him explain why these situations are ne- never not okay to ha- abort your baby. Um it just changes your perspective. And so let us suppose that it's never okay to terminate your pregnancy for any reason whatsoever, ever. Uh, um, very specific, very minimal, 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 minimal reason ever. Like the mother's life is in danger. Yeah. I'm trying to be really particular. Um, and so like my thoughts with that is I, I think I did a TikTok video about abortion is not all yes or all no. It can't be all women should have access or no women should have access. Does that make sense? And that's not where the fight is. All yes, all no, but that's where it gets political and that's where people can get really riled up and take a side us against them and super political um but there yeah are such minimal cases that abortion would ever be appropriate and that's I think where the work we need to clarify when that is not just everybody should have access and nobody should have access ever because that doesn't work that anyway (laughs) maybe an episode for another time but So for us, okay, I had the abortion. Now what? And for me, I came through this process of understanding, oh, dang, I shouldn't have done that. Um, And that's where I say, I don't know if I would have chosen differently. I, I hope I would, but to be in that position again and only knowing that I did choose that, it makes sense that I would choose that. 
I think what might have been different is that I would have asked for help. Yep, that would have changed everything. If I had told somebody, if I had asked for help, if I had sought advice or counsel, literally, that would have been, I couldn't, I didn't have the power to make the choice on my own to keep the baby. I only had the power to say, no, I'm scared. I can't. I'm not ready. But that wasn't reason to end my pregnancy. Do you see? That was not justification for me to end my pregnancy. So with this knowledge, I invite you to do some research on the provided links in the show notes. Fact is, I had an abortion. Now I might see it differently. I might have changed my belief, my perspective, my understanding. Now that I have some know-how under my belt, um, still having empathy. Oh my gosh, I have so much empathy <clears throat> for people who are abortive-minded. Oh man, it's so hard. But now what? Okay, you and me, girlfriend, we've had the abortion. Now I know what I didn't know. History of the abortion industry, Planned Parenthood, the purpose of abortion, how evil it is, evil of an industry. (sighs) So now what? Okay, here's my proposal. When we women who have gone through an abortion, when we heal, and that's for you, to explore, execute, do, you. We're all on our own healing journey. So you define, you do that. Okay, so when we heal of our abortion experience, the trauma it left on us, the hurt, like grieving, the what-ifs, And we're in a position that we're no longer, let's say, like under the thumb of our abortion. I was under the thumb of my abortion for years. Because I was afraid I was living in fear. And so let's define like overcoming our abortion experience to be like you feel free. You're free to share your story. You feel open to talk about it. You're no longer embarrassed or flustered or guilty or condemned or feeling like absolute horrible so when we heal and we have overcome so I just kind of defined what that is our abortion now we can rise up and when we women who have gone through the abortion rise up now The movement can take place. Let's call it a movement. A movement of women standing up because, one, we know what's going on. So us who have gone through the abortion and we have done this research, like, wait a minute, what is up here? Now I know the truth. I know what's going on. We can rise up and... share the truth and for example I have like a before and after experience before 
I learned about abortion, the industry, the history, the purpose, how it's never a solution to a quote-unquote problem in my life. Abortion is never the solution. It's never right to take a life. I didn't know that uh, like until I researched it and it makes sense. And I agree, even if I don't want to, I don't want to be pregnant. I don't want to be a mom. I can't disagree that it's not, that it's not right. (sighs) So when we know what the heck is going on, we know the truth. We like have victory or have overcome our own abortion experience. We can share and this movement can take place because it's not about All yes, all no. Either all women have access or no women have access. It's more the, I don't want to say fight. It's not a fight. It's not a battle. At least, yes, we want to fight for the unborn. The pre-born, we want to fight for them, yes. But the work that needs to be done is on supplying this knowledge to women, girls, men, boyfriends, (laughs) Husbands, partners, spouses, like it takes two to make a thing go around. It takes two. So we both need this foundation that because, because there's an agenda. That's why it's not prevalent. It's not taught in school. It's not taught in the family. It's not talked about. We have to do this work, you and me, because it's not out there. If I would have known, I probably would have made a different choice. I would have felt like I need help. I need to talk to somebody. Instead, I withdrew. I depended on my own best decision that's best for me. (sighs) All right, so we need to rise up (laughs) after we know the truth and what's going on. Have I been duped? Hmm. Weird. Crazy. I think I've been duped. Hmm. I didn't know. And then I went through with the abortion. And I didn't know. I didn't know any different. I didn't know any better. I didn't know the truth. And the agenda, guess what? Is for women, a fourth of us, because one out of four women, I think by the age of 40 it is, probably rising, uh, have had an abortion. So if a fourth of the female population are suffering To the point of not living their life fully because we're dealing with post-abortion stress syndrome. We're on prescription medication. We're depressed. We're not functioning. We don't see a purpose to live anymore. It's like so many of us are struggling because we went through with an abortion that we didn't know it was going to happen. Like this was going to happen afterwards. I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. But if we are suppressed, like, without us even knowing that I'm being suppressed because there's this higher, like, bigger picture agenda for bigger industries to have their way. And for women to not be in their power. That's kind of cliche be in your power take your power back (laughs) but guess what if we women like rise up and 
are not being duped into having abortions and just killing a blob of, or like disposing a blob of tissue and it's not a real baby and it's a potential baby and it's not a real life yet and all this bullcrap just to dupe us into going through with it so that we can suffer afterwards, whether that's one month, one week, one year, 10 years, it is going to have an impact on our lives. Mentally, physically, emotionally, 100%, everybody. So a fourth of the female population is not at the level they could be in their life. And uh, but just like, we're not rising up. We're not being who we could be. I heard this stat somewhere. Somewhere. Someone said, I think it was by 2028, that like, a high percentage, 80%, I don't remember even exactly. Just pretend like I made this whole statistic up out of my mind because I have no reference that I can't even remember. Anyway, by like 2028, like 80% of spending power is going to be in the hands of women. Have you heard something like that? <laughs> something to that extent? So right now, women dictate where money goes. Like it's women who are like, we got to we got to buy the groceries. We got to pay the bills. We got to take care of the kids. And this partner, boyfriend, husband, this is where our money has to go. Like most of that is dictated by women. We're shopping. We're spending money. We're buying things. Men earn money, make money. Yes. And spend money. Yes. But by 2028, not only do our, do our, do, (laughs) do women have most dictate most of the spending where money goes but we're also going to have the buying power we're going to have the money not just dictate where it goes can I get an amen so we are powerful women like rule the world (laughs) women are beyond powerful and uh, I think powers that be know this pharmaceutical companies like that (laughs) Okay, I'm all over in my notes because I think I'm going to say something that I'm going to say in a minute. <laughs> but powers that be, okay, higher ups. Um, ugh, I don't know. Because why would medical practitioners, why would doctors, why would the freaking Planned Parenthood personnel be pushing abortion? Be, be advocating for abortion, abortion, abortion. Just get it. It's not a big deal. You'll be fine. And they're cold, by the way. Super cold. (laughs) Uncaring. Insensitive. Like, most of the time, anyway. From what I've heard. Even in my own experience. Why would they be pushing for this? So we can be on medication the rest of our lives? So we can be suffering the rest of our lives? So we can be in pain mentally, emotionally, physically, indefinitely? Are we ever going to, like... There's not even help available for after we've had the abortion. It's just, bye. Thanks for your money. Thanks for coming. Thanks for acting on your right. Good job. (sighs) Women are powerful. We give life. We are the ones who give life. Wow. It, yes, it takes two. Takes two. (sighs) I'm going to share a stat. I'm really excited for Tony McFadden. She's going to be interviewing next week. 
Um, and then her episode will come out probably the following week. Um, and something she said in a speech I heard of hers, you can look her up on YouTube. She has different videos and, uh, her Instagram account. Hey, I'll add that to the list (laughs) of resources to share. She said that abortion is causing the black community population to not be repopulating. Abortion is eliminating the black population. Abortion is the cause for the black population to not be um, repopulating themselves. How can how many times can I say population repopulate? It's because of abortion. Okay? Not not guns, not overdosing, not heart disease, which is like the number one uh, reason for the number one mortality it not issue, reason, cause, whatever for the black population. So, okay, this is a problem, hmm. but there is an agenda and we're not going to be aware and know the agenda unless we research because it's not being fed to us. It's not public knowledge. It's not, hey, you should know about this. It's hidden. It's secret. And it's us against them. It's political. It's all crazy. All right. So once you are aware of what's going on and you have overcome and healed regarding your abortion experience and you're ready to rise up and start this movement for more women to know, know the truth. Like I'm not even saying let's end abortion. I'm not even saying that because that's not my thing. Okay. I am here for the post-abortive women, the woman who's had abortion. And abortion. So now it's time to craft our story. It's enough. It's fine. It's advantageous. It's great to heal and be like, okay, on with life. That's great. Um, there is a next level, another level to your abortion journey, though, that will serve other women who may be in your very exact before. Right now, they are in your before, my before. You are in your after and we can save, oh my gosh, we can work together to prevent women from being in our before because I'm so glad you're here listening to this episode, but I can't speak For everybody, like freedom and healing, forgiveness is available for everyone, but not everybody is going to find that. We already know that's a huge issue. Not everybody who has an abortion is going to find freedom. They're going to be in the post-abortion stress syndrome cycle. Who knows how long? So we have the gift of crafting our story to help women to dissuade women that's just a that's like a byproduct of us speaking the truth and sharing our story um naturally abortions will minimize how amazing for the preborn and for the woman 
who can be rescued from a life of pain and loss and grieving. The list goes on. You have this opportunity and that's what I want to invite you to. You don't have to, of course. Like I say, you can heal and overcome your abortion and live in victory. Beautiful. I'm here for it. I really am here for that. So hit me up. (laughs) Book your consult. But if you are like, I get it, Katie. This is such a huge injustice that women are being duped, flat out lied to. And then after we go through with our abortion, we find out the truth. But it's too late. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. Okay. And then we get to live as an example. So I... As you could tell, I'm a little passionate about this. And I really see a movement happening. Um, Like I have thought about, okay, how can I get this message on stage? How can I speak about this? Like Tony, she's coming on. um, I'm going to interview her next week. I'm so excited. Maybe I can write a book. Like what do we need to do to get this message out? Wow. Are you with me? How do you feel? I am so excited to invite you to be part of this movement. We're calling it a movement, y'all. Oh my gosh. Okay, if you, I get it. If you're like, I hate what you're saying, Katie. You're not, you're wrong. You're not right, Katie. You're full of baloney. You don't get it. You don't understand. I'm here for it. (laughs) Let's talk about it. It's not an argument. I don't want to argue. I want to make that so clear on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. I am not here to argue. I want to listen. I want to advocate. And um, I shared this in a TikTok. Like when we, when we get our opinions, whether we're arguing or we're opinionated, we're talking about what we disagree with or etc. That's how we process. That's how we even figure out what we believe. So I invite it. I welcome it. Haters going to hate is fine. You're all welcome because I want that same freedom too. So I have to be able to be open to that, to invite it, to hold space for it. I'm not going to die. It's going to be okay. (laughs) So if you want to hash some things out in, I love you in love. Let's talk about it. Let's explore what is truth. And sometimes it's a painful journey to figure that out. And even like break free from our long-standing beliefs. Mm, it has been a journey, my friends. Okay, there are going to be so many resources in the show notes. And uh, including my application for coaching. It might be time, girlfriend, to sign up for some coaching. It's going to be one of the best decisions you've ever made in your life. Because it's going to change your life, your past, and your future. In all areas. So amazing. Okay, I can't wait to talk to you next time. Have an amazing week. I love you. Hey, girlfriend. If you've experienced loss through abortion, you're not alone. So many women feel trapped in their experience and not able to share with anyone what they've been through or what they're feeling after their abortion. That's why I became a life coach for the post-abortive woman. 
to support women through their after abortion experience and walk into freedom, purpose, and happiness in their lives again through the power of coaching. If you want to finally be free of the pain that accompanies having had an abortion, I want to invite you to book your free consultation with me to discuss a coaching partnership together. Just click on the link in the show notes to find my application for coaching. And once you fill that out, you'll be led to book your call. Finally, it would help me so much in getting this podcast to the women who need it most. If you go to the podcast show, scroll all the way down till you find the reviews and just give a five-star rating. It's just a click, a little tap. You don't have to write anything and it'll only take a second to go to the show home, scroll, and click. I appreciate your review so much and the time that you've invested in yourself by listening to today's episode. Until next week, you are beautifully and wonderfully made.